Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. I'm your host and welcome. If you are joining us for the first time, thanks for being here. I would encourage you to go back to episode one, find out who I am as a physical therapist, as a runner, uh, you know, why am I qualified to talk to you about the, uh, the things I talk to you about and, and you know, who this podcast is for, right? You know, what, uh, what demographic, what, uh, what are you hoping to find uh, that will give, give you a, a bigger explanation in, the, you know, in the, that, uh, that longer segment there. And if you've been here before, thanks for coming back. And, and as always, if you've got any questions, you can send them my way, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k.com, and I'll be sure to get back to you. And uh, also take a look at the uh, the Mesh Tongue, M-E-S-H Tongue on YouTube. I've got 180 plus videos uh, that are up that, uh, that have lots of content on them. If you're a visual learner, then, uh, then you'll be able to see some great taping techniques, some different stretches, some strengthening exercises. Um, you know, you name it, it's up there. And, uh, and I continue to add to it, although not as frequently uh, because, you know, I, I put together 180 videos. So it, it is what it is. But Today I want to talk to you about back pain. Uh, you know, and, and when I'm talking to you about back pain, this is a generalized back pain in running. Okay, so this is the the kind of back pain where it's not what we would consider it to be episodic. Where you know, I mean, you know, it's not like you've had a bad back for for necessarily years and years and years, and and uh, you know, you've been to. Uh, you know, specialist after specialist, chiropractor, physical therapist, you know, and, and, and nobody seems to know what to do with it. Um, that's not the kind of pain I'm talking about. I'm talking about the pain where, you know, uh, you know, maybe you've had one or two episodes in 20, 25 years, um, but it's not something that happens like once a year where you're laid out for three or four days and you just kind of take a rest and, and it kind of goes away. Um, that's the kind of back pain I'm talking about, right? This is, this is something that uh, has come on and you know it, uh, it it's debilitating to the point where you're not able to train but it's not to the point where you'd say you consider yourself to have a bad back in air quotes right so what is non-episodic pain so the episodic the non-episodic pain is pain like i just described it's pain that you know comes on very acutely it's sharp uh you know it takes your breath away uh, you know, differential diagnosis for this kind of pain, you know, somebody might say, well, you know, could it be a kidney or a kidney stone? Uh, you know, could it be, uh, you, know, um, you know, an appendix? Um, in men, it could be prostate pain that, that, that can refer to the low back. Um, you know, those are the sorts of things internally, you know, a diverticulitis that, uh, you know, um, the, the intestines, um, you know, having issues with gallbladder, um, you know, there's, there's 37 different structures inside the body that can refer pain to the low back flank region, right? Uh, you know, so, so when we think about this, um, you know, there are some true medical emergencies. Those are the sorts of things that, uh, you know, no matter what you do, the pain is there. Um, those are typically non-musculoskeletal related. Even a disc can, can uh, you know, be debilitating. Um, but, it, but it can feel better in certain positions, right? If you lay down versus stand up versus sitting, you know, discs and, and nerves sometimes will take the pressure off just by changing position. The other things don't change no matter what you do. It's, you know, it's, it may come in waves, but it doesn't matter whether you're sitting, standing, laying down, the pain is just there. Those are kind of the true medical emergencies. Those are the things I'm not talking about. This is, you know, maybe you bent over to tie your shoe, 
uh, you know, and all of a sudden you're experiencing some back pain. Um, you know, maybe you get done with a workout, you know, you've gone for a run, you come back and, and now all of a sudden you've got back pain. Uh, I can attest to this. Uh, I was out for a run. I was supposed to be on a 10 mile loop run. Uh, I got to five miles, which means I'm five miles now away from my house. And all of a sudden my back seized up and before cell phones, so, so this is like 1999, 2000, so before cell phones were popular enough that you could carry one out on a run without like having like this, this brick of a phone with you, uh, you know, and paying a, a dollar or more a minute, um, you know, before nine o'clock, but, but irregardless, right, you know, so I'm out and I'm, and I'm literally hobbling back home trying to figure out what's going on. Well, you know, in this particular case, it was musculoskeletal, it was my hip flexor that had spasmed, uh, which then spasmed the low back, the, the low back muscles seized up and, and voila, I looked like I was rolled on the side of the road for, uh, for my watch and my wallet and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm hobbling back home in, in this kind of this serious pain. Well, it's the first time I'd ever had that pain. It came on because my hip flexors were tight. Um, you know, and that was, uh, that was you know, non-episodic. I don't have what I would consider to be a bad back. I do get some hip flexor issues, but uh, but by no means uh, you don't have any disc issues and, and things like that. So if you're in that category, typically what we'd look to see is that you know seven to ten days at an absolute maximum of uh, you know of, of pain. Uh, most people will say three to four days. If you seek professional treatment immediately, okay, I'm talking heading to an orthopedic specialist, a physical therapist. Um, you know, one to three days at most is what you should need. Okay, so if we think about that, we're looking at probably the initial evaluation again, about 150 bucks, depending on uh, on where you're going. Um, you know, maybe a second visit. So again, anywhere between 75 to 150 dollars for that second visit. So at most 300 dollars. If uh, you know if they're not able to take care of you in that first visit, most oftentimes if you go in day one, day two, they're able to get you in. Uh, you know, one visit's all you need if, you, if you've gone to somebody that uh, is worth their weight. And, uh, you know, no diagnostic testing, no, you know, uh, no imaging, no need for meds, nothing like that. And so, again, very low on the cost perspective. Now, if this pain persists, okay, uh, you know, and maybe it's something more than, you know, just a, a muscle spasm, uh, you know, maybe it is something where the pelvis is out of alignment, and you know, you let this thing linger, and it's it's kind of like, well, I just figured I'd take a break because how often do we do that? We say, well, you know, we we talk to our uh, um, <clears throat> we talk to our friends and our family who are uh, just generous enough to give us bad advice, and sometimes we listen to it, right? I mean, that's uh, that's just how it goes. They'll say, oh my gosh, I told you to stop running. Uh, you know, or I told you, you know, that, that, uh, that running wasn't good for you. Um, you know, meanwhile, you sit at a desk for the majority of the day or you're sitting for the majority of the day. Maybe it's not at a desk, but in a car or a truck. Uh, and then you get up and, and you go running. And it could be as simple as just having the hip flexor tighten up. The glutes are already weak. They've atrophied because you sit. And the pelvis goes out of alignment until you get that pelvis put back into alignment you know, your pain persists and has nothing to do with the running, uh, you know, as much as it does have to do with just postures that you've held throughout the day. So again, well-meant advice, but it's just bad advice. We take it, so you you take a couple weeks off, hoping that it goes away, and, you know, lo and behold, you know, you start, 
you know, heading to the family physician. Family physician's like, oh, I've had this back pain for a couple weeks. Let's try these meds. Let's get an x-ray. Okay, and all of a sudden, your costs start to escalate and they start to spiral. So, again, my goal is to help you save money, help you save time, help you save, uh, you know, your energy and your resources so that, you know, if you're being seen, you're being seen by the right person. And like I said, an orthopedic physical therapist can be just that, um, you know, there's, there's doctors of osteopathy, there's chiropractors, you know, there's, there's lots of folks out there. Um, see somebody that, that is familiar with runners, familiar with, uh, you know, what we'd call the, uh, the lower cross syndrome. Uh, Dr. Chai Tao was, uh, was the first that kind of talked about lower cross syndrome and uh, just alluded to that where the hip flexors become tight um, and then the low back becomes tight and the glutes become weak and the lower abdomen becomes weak and we have this lower cross syndrome which then pulls or can pull the pelvis out of alignment which can then send symptoms to all sorts of different things so so this particular pain you know you can have the back spasm up and seize uh you know you could also have pain down to about the knee when somebody comes in and they tell me that they've got pain it's running down the backside um you know to the knee that, uh, that usually is an SI joint issue, that the, the pelvis is out of alignment. If the pain is front side, and, you know, from the, the hip complex down to mid-thigh, uh, you know, it can be referral pain from hip flexor that the, itself that's just in a spasm and not necessarily have the pelvis out of alignment, but just kind of have that hip flexor tight. Um, it could also be a bursa and such, but, but the reality of it is, is that the, you can kind of tell where these are coming from based on where the symptoms are presenting. If it starts going down past the knee, uh, it could be pressure on the sciatic nerve. Anything you know down below the knee, down in the foot ankle is, is kind of that sciatic nerve, whether it's coming across from the piriformis muscle in the pelvis or the bones putting pressure just from, from changes there. That's going to be, you know, a professional needs to kind of determine that. Um, but knee and above, SI joint think that, especially if it's kind of running down from the hip or the, the, the buttock down to the knee, um, you know, or... Or, like I said, if it's the hip flexor it, itself, it could run just in front of the thigh, uh, you know, up into the groin area. Again, those are those are where it's going to take probably, you know, three to four or six to ten visits, depending on how long you've waited, right? If, if you get in in the first week, three to four visits for something like that at most. Uh, if it is a true pelvic alignment issue uh, you know the first day you go in if they put your pelvis back into alignment and that's what was causing the low back pain um, you know or they get the muscle spasms to release then it should be within the first you know first 24 hours you should feel at least 50 to 75 percent better and then uh, you know then another day or two to be a hundred percent better if this is one of those things that you've let it go for two weeks. Uh, again, it could take that six to 10 visits just because things have already set in. Anything more than a month that you've been dealing with, it's definitely gonna be 10 or more visits uh, depending on what's going on. But even that, I think I think 10 visits kind of that limit that you should need to be seen if it's beyond that. Uh, you know, most states for physical therapy, you're probably, especially if you've just gone to the physical therapist first, they're probably gonna send you to a physician for you know diagnostic imaging and, and other things. And at that point, your, your cost will escalate the, pretty quickly. Um, but you know, again, that's the uh, that's just that's just the way it goes. Uh, now, how how much pain can you run in with low back pain? Uh, that is that is a really tough question to answer. Uh, you know, with the knee, the ankle, the hip, 
Um, you know, those sorts of things you can say, well, it's probably a little bit easier to run with than trying to run with low back discomfort. But I'd say probably a, a two to three out of 10 is acceptable. Uh, anything more than that, you're probably going to shut down physically because of the pain. Uh, and chances are your muscles will start to spasm just with the running motion anyway. So uh, two to three out of 10 is probably the most you'd want to continue to run on with pain. As I've also said before, my goal is to keep you running. It's not to shut you down. So if your pain is, is a one or two, uh, you know, sometimes what I'll do is, uh, is I'll put a, a strip of KT tape or kinesio tape uh, on the low back and just an eye strip. So running from, um, from just about top of buttock you bend forward, you put that uh, strip there, uh, you give it a little bit of stretch, about 50% stretch, running it directly up the side of the spine, okay, about two inches away from the, the bones of the spine, and, uh, and then you stand back up once it's applied there, and it should kind of bunch up. That has been uh, that has been my saving grace. That has been the saving grace of many of uh, different runners. Uh, uh, you know, especially if the hip flexors are, are kind of tight and they're pulling the lower back muscles. Uh, you know, again, that could be all it takes to just to, to get you back in uh, uh, in moving. You can try some topicals. Uh, you know, BioFreeze, uh, Deep Blue, uh, Icy Hot, Bengay, whatever. You can try that for. Uh, uh, you know, for, for just some, some minor pain relief if you have a TENS unit. TENS unit works great. That you, know, you put the electrodes kind of in an X pattern along the, uh, the low back. So you'd have one channel kind of in a, in a diagonal uh, from about, uh, about six inches above the, uh, the bones in the back down and put another pad on the buttock and then go the opposite way. So you just kind of crisscross along the spine there, uh, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. You can put some heat on. For muscle spasms, I like heat, okay? For actual pain, I like ice. But, uh, but muscle spasms, if you think about the analogy of a frozen pizza, if you take that frozen pizza out of the, oven, or out of the, uh, the box and you go to shape it, you go to do anything, it's just going to crack in half, right? You just go to bend it, it's going to crack in half. You heat that up and the, that pizza will go any which way you want. Cheese is falling off, sauce is falling off, uh, you know, you, but you can stretch it, you can do whatever. I think about that the next time you're going for heat or ice. If you are looking for pain, ice can definitely help for pain relief. But uh, if you want to increase your mobility, increase your flexibility, increase your movement because you're spasming in muscles, uh, heat is sometimes a better, uh, you know, um, you know, agent for that, even if it makes it feel like, or you've been told, oh, don't use heat, uh, you know, the first 72 hours, by all means, it's your pain. You got to figure out what works best for you. And I think that is it. So if you do have any questions, send them to me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N at company 5K. That's the number 5K.com. I'll be happy to answer those questions for you. Again, if you wouldn't mind going back to whatever you know, medium that you are listening to this on, uh, whether it's Spotify, Anchor, um, you know, iTunes, whatever it may be, if you wouldn't mind just leaving me a review, that would be great. It's super helpful. That way others know what to expect. Um, you know, that's a, it's a huge ask, I know, because sometimes... All right, so that piece got cut off there, but I'm back, and I just wanted to say that if you wouldn't mind going and leaving a review on those sites, 
uh, whatever site you're listening to, I would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you again. Take care.